This is 3 News Now, your daily update on everything Northeast Ohio with Stephanie Haney. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to 3 News Now. I'm Stephanie Haney, and today is Tuesday, June 1st, 2021. Yes, we are now at the start of June, the month where summer officially starts. And I'm very excited to say that after 14 months of working completely from home, tonight I'll be back in the studio for the 5 o'clock show on What's New with the What's New family. Can't wait to see you there. Make sure you tune in. If you don't have the traditional ways to watch local news, you can always find us on the WKYC app. June is also Pride Month, and we will be celebrating the LGBTQ plus community. That's the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer plus community. And WKY Studios has partnered with the LGBT Community Center of Greater Cleveland with plans for Pride in the CLE this year. There are two special events to highlight Cleveland's LGBTQ plus community on Friday, June 4th, this Friday. WKY Studios will have a special broadcast of Pride in the CLE at 7.30 p.m. This will be a 30-minute show. People will be able to see the sights and sounds of the LGBTQ plus community with special guests to be announced later this week. There's also the Pride Ride on Saturday, June 5th. People are encouraged to show off their Pride by dressing up their cars, bikes, trucks, and vans. There'll be a distanced ride through in the Edgewater and Detroit Shoreway neighborhoods. That ride will take off from Edgewater Park at 10 a.m., and, of course, state-mandated safety guidelines will be enforced. Our WKYC president and general manager, Mickey Burns, said this, We are excited to partner with the LGBT Center of Greater Cleveland for the annual celebration of Pride in the CLE. From the coverage of the Pride Ride to a special show highlighting all the efforts of the center in the community, we are looking forward to working together. It'll be a really special presentation, and we hope that you'll join us for it. Now... If you have been seeing a new claim online that there are billions of dollars in savings bonds that Americans have not redeemed, and there's a link to find out if that includes you, you might be suspect about it. Our Verify team got an email from a viewer who was concerned about reaching out, and they wanted to know if the website treasurydirect.gov is legitimate. Yes, it's true. There are billions of unclaimed bonds, and the government has a website to search them. The website treasurydirect.gov looks a little suspicious because it does ask for personal information but tim spice who is a personal wealth advisor from the investment firm eisner amper says that it's okay it is legitimate he also says 75 million people have bonds that haven't been turned in and there are 28 billion dollars in unclaimed savings bonds that's according to the u.s treasury former president donald trump filed an executive order in December of 2020 to sort of help with this situation. And it did several things to get the money from the bonds to the rightful people who are owed that money. One thing that it did was digitize those bonds to make it easier for people who are owed the money to find the bonds and get the money. And that's why that website is operating the way it is. It's actually been operating for a while. It was established in the 1990s to make it easier. But you might be seeing a push for this now just because of that executive order that was signed in December. Now here in Ohio, a Parma man has been charged with stealing more than $80,000 in unemployment and income assistance. Now we've seen a lot of news about unemployment fraud throughout the pandemic with the increase in Americans getting those unemployment benefits, but this is not related to that. This is a 52-count federal indictment against Fuad Saheed Abdul Qadir. He's 42 years old and he's been charged with various counts of wire fraud, 
aggravated identity theft, and theft of public money. This is for things that he allegedly did between 2016 and 2018. So according to officials, it was in November of 2016 that this person began filing fraudulent applications to receive unemployment and income assistance while he was working. He was allegedly claiming his income to be zero while working as the chairman of the board and a resident scholar at a religious center located in Parma. Now, despite being paid with health insurance and benefits, he's accused of claiming that he worked as a volunteer at the center in Parma. Officials say this went on for roughly two years until December of 2018. Now, again, not pandemic related there, but something we have seen that is pandemic related is a rise in egg freezing. And this has been the subject of my Three Things to Know podcast for the last three weeks. Right now, the final installment of that, the third and final installment is available. So just search for Three Things to Know with Stephanie Haney wherever you get your podcasts. What we're talking about now is the cost of freezing your eggs, how much it costs, whether there's insurance coverage for it or employer benefits for it, and also legal concerns relating to freezing your eggs, talking about the property rights associated with egg freezing versus embryo freezing, and also some things you need to think about if you end up not using those eggs because some people don't end up using them after they've frozen them. Now, I have firsthand experience with egg freezing because it is something that I have done, so I talk a little bit about that, and I'm joined with fertility lawyer Molly O'Brien, who has years of experience in this field. Not only has she frozen her own eggs, she also worked at an egg donor and surrogacy agency, and now she practices law in this area. So she is just the perfect person to talk to about this. So again, you can find that linked at wkyc.com slash three things to know and also on every podcast platform. Now let's take a look at your latest COVID-19 numbers. These global numbers come from Johns Hopkins University. Globally, the total number of COVID-19 cases is at 170,836,935. We continue to see the U.S. percentage of those cases go down. It's at 19.5% right now, down a tenth of a percentage point from yesterday. In the U.S., there have been 33,269,749 reported COVID cases. There have been a total of 3,552,277 global reported COVID-19 deaths. Here in the U.S., we've seen 16.7% of those deaths, down two-tenths of a percentage point, that number at 594,650. Here in Ohio, we do have updated numbers from the Ohio Department of Health. We've seen 622 new COVID-19 cases in the last day, and there are currently 92 new hospitalizations in the last day, with 702 people in the hospital being treated for COVID right now in Ohio. Out of those people, 273 are being treated in an ICU, and we've seen 14 new ICU admissions in the last day. Let's take a look at the vaccination picture, something that's been a very hot topic thanks to some of the benefits that are potentially available for Ohioans if they do get vaccinated. We'll get to that in just a minute. But right now, almost 40% of Ohioans are completely vaccinated. That's close to 4.7 million people. Almost 5,000 people in the last day have gotten their second COVID-19 vaccine from either Pfizer Omar, or Moderna or their first and only Johnson & Johnson shot. More than 45% of Ohioans have started the vaccination process. That's more than 5.3 million people and more than 6,000 people started in the last day. Now those benefits, that Ohio Vaximillion draw, drawing, we now know that the second winners have been pulled. That's a $1 million winner and also a full-ride college scholarship winner. 
The $1 million winner was pulled out of 3,225,789 entries. Almost a half a million people have entered the drawing since last week's drawing. And for that college scholarship, the winner was pulled from 132,903 entries. Almost 29,000 new scholarship entries were filed in the last week since that first drawing. Now, those winners' names will be announced at 7.29 p.m. on Wednesday, and you'll be able to watch that on WKYC.com. If you haven't yet entered and you have at least one COVID-19 vaccination shot, you can do that at OhioVaxAmillion.com. Vax is spelled V-A-X. Or you can call the Ohio Department of Health. That number is one 833 Ask ODH. Again, that number is 1 Now, as more and more people get vaccinated, Ohio State University is hoping to have its football stadium at full capacity for the 2021 season. This is as the university announced season tickets are now on sale. Senior Vice President and Wolf Foundation Director of Athletics Gene Smith says they will keep working with university partners in Columbus Public Health on safety protocols and to encourage people who are eligible to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Here's a big change. They'll be using mobile-only ticketing for all events moving forward. Speaking of opening day and events moving forward, maybe there's some bulletin board material for the Cleveland Browns for the 2021 season opener. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is eyeing a perfect record in 2021. Well, Mahomes won the league's MVP award and he's taken the Chiefs to two AFC titles and one Super Bowl victory. Now he wants to be the first team to go 20-0. and 0. Now, in the past, teams have gone 19-0, and 0, but now the NFL has added a 17th regular season game, so it is possible for a team to go 20-0. and 0. But keep in mind, the Kansas City Chiefs are the season opener for the Cleveland Browns. They'll be on the road in Kansas City, but man, how great would it be to ruin that dream for Patrick Mahomes at the season opener on September 12th. By the way, Cleveland would be against the odds to do it, though, not necessarily just because of the fact that Cleveland lost to Kansas City in the playoffs to kick them out of the playoffs this past season, but also week one victories, just kind of hard to come by around here. Since 1999, when the Browns came back to Cleveland, the record for the first game of the season is one win, 20 losses, and one tie. Would love to see it, too, in that first column there. And today in Little Italy, the statue honoring the tribe legend Rocky Colavito groundbreaking has officially begun on it. That took place this morning at Tony Brush Park along Mayfield Road in Little Italy. That construction will last several weeks and they hope to unveil the statue. They plan to unveil the statue on Tuesday, August 10th during the Feast of Assumption in Little Italy, which also happens to be Colavito's 88th birthday. And he will be there in attendance at the ceremony. Okay, that's it for your three news now update for Tuesday, June 1st. I'll see you next up on what's new with your trending stories and clicking in Cleveland. And I will see you live as always, but in person in the studio for that. So I hope you'll join us for that. You can watch that on channel three. You can stream it on WKYC.com and you can also stream it on our YouTube page and in our WKYC app. And I'll be back here tomorrow for more three news now. Between now and then, everyone stay safe and be well. I'm Stephanie Haney. Thanks for listening to 3 News Now with Stephanie Haney from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and in the WKYC app.